So, Joey, I believe that this call is about beta launches. Let's talk about betas. Any questions on it? What's a beta product launch? <laughs> <laughs> All right. The way that I look at a beta product launch is really about building a product with your customers so that you can perfect it so you can actually put it out into the world as the best it can be version one of that, right? So the beta product, it took me a long time to really step into it. I knew about a beta product and I met Clay Collins. I believe it's Clay um, who started Lead Pages. met him, all these guys at the same time. And he was on stage talking about the beta product thingy, but he called it something else. And I think he called it I forget what he called it. And it was, but basically it was building the product with people and having them give critiques and watching them work with it and all this other kind of stuff. And I totally ignored it. And Jeff Walker talks about the seed launch in the product launch formula. That's another way of doing it. So you can call it whatever you want. I like to call it a beta launch. And so I started doing that. And it's incredible how how things change. Cause I've released quite a few courses that have totally bombed, right? They're like, okay, so one or two here and there and like, well, whatever. And because we're so close to the product. And again, this is professor mode. We, once you learn something, it's, it's kind of like your mind can't go back to the way it used to be. Like you, you've learned something brand new. You can't unlearn it. Right. So you have to go back to the basics and let somebody else go through the process and see if they are understanding it. Again, not saying that anybody is not smart enough to understand it, but are you teaching it the right way? Because most experts don't know how to teach. And hey, I'm the first guy to say, I don't know how to teach. So it's like, okay, well then how do I build this product that is easy for somebody else to consume what's in my head and how do I relay it in the right way so everybody understands it and gets the result that I'm promising in the course at the end of the day. That's what a beta course is. It's building the product piece by piece by getting real-time feedback. And it's been an incredible journey for me in the last couple of uh, products that I have done. And it's changed the, the game for me. So I, that's what I think they are. What about you? Well, before I answer your question, I'm gonna go take a step back. Okay. And we talked about what's a beta product launch. What's an alpha product launch? Yeah, so I don't know how to answer that one because you're more, yeah, you've got more experience with an alpha. Okay, so let me, I kind of set this one up anyway uh, for no reason at good. all. Good, okay, good. So to me, alpha, and I'm currently in the process of an alpha launch. I have an app that you know I'm getting ready to launch in beta on September 1st. And before beta, before I put it out to a group of about 100 beta who will understand where it's at, I'm in alpha now where I've got 15 people who I've identified as my target audience. Okay. And some that are not my target audience. So I know that there is my pinpointed 65-year-old Bob Michaels, et cetera, et cetera. I've data mined. I know who that avatar is. He is who I want to alpha. I want him to break it. That's his job. Yes. Look at a course. I want you to go through this and I want you to tell me where it blows. 
That's right. Where it doesn't make sense. That's an alpha because they know that there's going to be flaws. There's going to be issues. It's going to break. It's not going to make sense. The exercise isn't going to make sense. It's something's not going to work. The, right. It's just not going to happen. That's alpha. And there's specific rules in alpha on how you do what I want you to do and how you report to me exactly what you're finding so that I can fix it instead of it didn't work, Joey. Right. Joey, in right marketing copy on the first day when you have me go in and find books on Amazon and go into blogs and Facebook, the, my topic, there's no books written on it per se. What do I do? So what do I do? Yeah. Now, you, you wrote it. You were a professor. You're that. Now I've got 15 people in Alpha who have 15 different viewpoints on how they're going to use my course, my product, my tool. Once they've broken it, beaten it up to death, now I can go to beta and say, okay, this has been through Alpha. I've tested it. I've got feedback. Of course, the alphas are going to give me testimonials. They're going to give me results. They're going to show me everything. That's the exchange. And they're in on the ground floor. They're out on the ground floor of something that nobody else has an opportunity to. That's big. Being in on the ground floor of something yeah. that nobody else has that. One day you go back and say, remember when I was in the ground floor. It's like if you got in the ground floor of Zoom six months ago, your $30 investment would have turned into 140 bucks overnight. Right. The ground floor of something. Beta is when you kind of got it figured out a little bit. And that's what you're doing with right marketing copy. You're kind of in alpha, even though you. Yeah, I was going to say by listening to what you said, I'm, I'm leaning toward, I'm more in alpha than, yeah. than in beta. Yeah. Right. From your definition of it, because yeah. Each group that I have is about 15 people yep. and we do different cohorts. There's been different versions of it. So I'm in alpha three right now, if you really yep. want to call it that. Yep. Right. So, yeah. And then beta goes out to a bigger group with the results, the tweaking, the testing, the, okay, this didn't work. This is working. That's well then, okay. So Here's the deal, right? So I guess that it's kind of moving between both of those. So yeah. the very first one was alpha for sure then, okay, oh, with yeah. 15 people. And then and then what I call beta two or cohort number two, there was still improvements there. So is that, what do you call that? Is that's that your like, beta. That's, that's your beta. beta. Number two is your beta because in alpha, you didn't know what was going to happen. You had right. no idea. No idea. You didn't know if the exercise that you had put in the Kajabi was going to download and were they going to actually be able to go and do their research. Like you said, it may have been like, Joey, this doesn't work. This is too hard. I can't figure it out. Gotcha. When you had all your questions that you had to have them answer. Gotcha. And some of them had examples that enabled me to go, bam. And others were like, what's she talking about here? I don't get that. I need an example. That's alpha. Now beta is, okay, I got all these examples, all these questions, this is going, this is flowing, but you know what? This didn't make sense to me. And beta is just now more people are playing with your product and engaging with it to where you have a bigger mass of people. 
Then after beta, you do a public launch, which I know you're getting close to yes. doing the public launch because in beta, again, it's an opportunity to get in not on the basement ground floor, but you're in the lobby. For you sure. You're floor. still getting a, a great deal for them. You're getting a great deal. You're getting all this value. And those people that come in later that buy in on the third floor of the penthouse, they're going to be paying a lot of money. And when this thing takes off and is like everybody's like, I need to learn to write copy. Don't go read so-and-so's book. Go take right marketing copy. That's yeah. going to be your fastest path to cash. I mean, I'm glad you brought that up because you're so right. You know, now looking back at it, I'm just doing the beta, what I call betas, uh, in smaller chunks rather than going, I'm sending it to 100 people because it's in beta mode now. Yep. I'm just doing them in small chunks, but it's still beta mode. And I'm just improving it every month that the beta, new beta group comes in. Because in alpha, 15 people are going to use your course in 15 different ways. Right. In beta, 100 people are going to use it in different ways. Right. When you go public, those 100 exponentially will go out to, I pretty much got most of it covered. So that's where alpha is. Is this idea even going to work? Yeah. So it's testing the idea more than really the whole product itself. Like it's your minimum viable thingy, you know, put it out there. Here's out of my mouth. Right. Minimum um, viable. I did a proof of concept launch about two months ago. And it was a two-tiered proof of concept launch, minimum viability. Would people buy this product? And would people buy the upsell with an interesting app as a bonus? Yeah. I converted 70.4% people from the $17 to the $37 for an average of 40 some odd dollars. Like, okay, this works. My second proof of concept was a lead magnet of some things you needed to know about the topic that you consume fast and said, huh, I didn't know that. That was cool to a low dollar, $7 tripwire using a formula to write that VSL, write the copy to a membership. Well, guess what? That worked. I shut that down and said, okay, now I'm going to go build this thing called a funnel. I didn't go build out everything and have this and that and this and all the steps and you get this for free and this for free and this for free and then this offer and this and this training and this because why would I have? Then I went and with my project manager and with one of my coaches in, in that field, I went and built the whole thing out and did the Facebook ads and the pixel retargeting and what was going to happen and build out yeah. the pages. But what if I had built out that whole funnel and spent thousands of dollars in my team and people and then I launched it and it was like, huh. And then crickets. Dude, I see that happen all the time. It's one of the things I talk about all the time to people who are saying, how can you help me build the system? Yes, I can, but not if you don't have any proof of concept or any data whatsoever that we can look at to scale it or fix it or whatever. It's gotta be built a step at a time. And that was a hard lesson for me to learn as well because I was one of those dudes. I was building it all out. I've got this great system and and it just didn't work and 
I, I told this on to all my coaching groups and everything. And, and when we talk about this, I, I said that I will never do another program without going through alpha and beta ever again. And the problem is, and I'm guilty of this because first of all, there's two reasons why I failed at not doing the betas and the alphas and the betas. One is because I'm an implementer and activator. That's one of my superpowers, but it'll make me fail because I just jump. I just go and I want to get things out as quick as possible and just go do it. So I'm impatient. I just want to get the stuff done. Right. And so that made me fail because it wasn't tested. So this was very difficult to, to do as a, as my, what my personality is right. To just sit back and go, just cool it, put it out there. Now, this, like I just said, I'm in the third version of it. Let's just call it testing version. If I look back at my first version and I would have tried to put that out, it was atrocious. I'm like, wow, that would have never sold. Even version two was like, this is, it's okay, but the process is still not polished. This version, there's little tweaks here and there. And all that's happening now is the, the, Questions are coming in, maybe a couple more different ways of viewing things or little tweaks that are visual tweaks that people are asking for that I would have never thought about. I'm like, okay, that's a good idea, right? That's but the process works now. Right. When I'm going to launch my alpha, which is this weekend, alphas will have their version. I've been very specific on a video instructions on what they have to do. They had to do four things. And it's amazing how bright people couldn't do four things. You had to click and download an NDA, non-disclosure agreement. You had to put in your name, email, and operating system so I knew which installers to send you. And then you had to go submit a ticket to our help desk. That told me, can you follow simple directions? Right. Can you follow and rules? <laughs> and you've done this before as well, I know. Can yeah. you follow a simple direction? <laughs> How are you going to be able to report an issue with my app if you can't even follow the direction I gave you, yeah. then I'm going to show them what the next step is. Yeah. Not all of it. Now I'm going to teach you how to run the debugger and the console when the apps run. And then I'm going to show you how to report it and exactly what to do so that the programmer knows exactly what to do instead of, Joey, your course didn't work. Right. Yeah. And what you're talking about is so important to get that customer feedback. And I really, uh, what I really want to stress here is a, um, you're going to put in time regardless. You're going to put in time if you don't want to do a beta launch or whatever, and you want to just throw it and put it all together and put it out there and hope for the best. And you don't, and it doesn't happen. You've wasted all that time putting it all together. Now you've got to either figure out how to fix it and, or you're going to go buy other programs and try even more, which, which leads you into decades of just the same thing over and over again, trying to get different results, right? Or you could put in, and you can slow down and you can say, okay, well, I'm going to build this thing piece by piece until it's right. And, or you're going to build it out and two weeks in or a month in people are just going to say, you know what, this, this doesn't, it's just not working for me. Like really it doesn't work for them. And you're like, okay, well, you've only wasted a month or a two months to know that your product is not as great as you thought it was. And I think that that is very important to really bring to the table as well rather than going, well, I'm, I've put this thing out, it's not working, I'm going to go buy all these programs. And two years later, you find out, well, nobody wants this, this product because they don't want it, doesn't work or whatever, you know? So 
that's the reason why looking at what I'm doing now is so valuable. And even today, you're my on my in my Facebook group. I don't know if you've saw if you've seen the the visual yet. I don't know if you if you have time yet. But that visual was created because of today's call. And it's a visual, it's a very important thing where you just said, well, if you can't follow instructions, then, you know, but there's the other side of it, right? There's the other side of it where people like me, experts, or, you know, most experts don't know how to teach, or they forget something, or we assume somebody knows what the thing is. And the process to me is just like, well, yeah, right. And, but the question came up like, oh, so what do you do here? And then I'm like, wait a second, I, you know, I really never described that you are progressively moving. There was that process that I never really articulated in the way that I should have. And now I think that graphic really just goes, oh, I get it. And now I can teach to that. And now anybody coming into the, the course right away will not lose time thinking the wrong way because I didn't articulate it. So a lot of blame has to go on me as a teacher. And that's why I love the beta launches. Yeah. It's super important. And this goes all the way even back to our marketing copy itself, right? And so it, it all relates. How are you communicating? And experts, we have this problem. Experts are not teachers. And, the, and on the other side of it, you know, that's why professors suck at creating courses, because yeah. they're, they're in professors. They have no idea. They can teach really well, but they have no idea how to communicate and make it like super absorbable for people who just want to learn something, right? They're just, they're talking at you. They're not talking with you and they're not absorbing you in the education. When so, I started in the speaking world 25 years ago, and I was writing the copy and the postcards and the faxes, and I would go from city to city to city and do public seminars, and then private seminars. And I learned from my evaluations, they were vital. What do I need to get better at? And yeah. what I found, I then joined the International Alliance for Learning, which is all about brain gym and right and left and how our right brain and our left brain and how do you start and what do you do? And you posted something in the group that's similar to one of my philosophies, Find out what a person really wants and needs. Give it to them in a language in which they'll understand, and you'll be wildly successful at what you do. So how do you find out what a person really wants and needs? You cover that in right marketing copy in the first part. Is yeah. by doing your research. Yeah. And then give it to them in a language in which they'll understand. It's exactly what they just told you. Yeah. If somebody says, I'm having a crappy day, I don't feel well, I got a temperature, I don't want to go to work. And if you came back and said, well, I got this great medicine, and you say, you know, gosh, it's got a blow that you don't want to go to work, and you got a temperature, and you're not feeling well, and you got no energy, I can show you how to fix that. The language in which they did parody. You just told me that, that this is your problem. I'm going to repeat, it's not rocket science here it's so true and and in today's world it's super easy to get this language now and that's all we're trying to do on these calls is to help people understand that yes if if you're not you know students of marketing like scott and i for years and years and years 
yeah, it might be a little daunting. It might not be as sexy as we think it is and everything else, but it's a necessity to your business marketing. I totally will stand and, and fight to the death that you need to understand marketing. You can't really put that out to anybody else, right? You can oversee it if you become a big company, but most of us are solopreneurs and we have a smaller business. I think we need to be involved with it and copy. You have to understand it. You have to understand how to communicate with your market. You have to get out of the office and put your ear to the ground and start going into groups where people are hanging out physically and, and even online, whatever it is, and start listening to their conversations. And just like what Scott said, repeat it back. I can't tell you, Scott, like how many times that somebody has emailed me back and the, the gist of the email is like, man, I don't know how, but you're in my head today. I don't know how you did it, but I was just thinking the exact same thing today and you hit the nail right on the head. Well, yeah, because, you know, you're in these, these, these forums and all this, and I'm just copy, paste, copy, paste, and kind of looking at it and going, okay, I'll use that one today. Right. I'm in a bunch of different groups. I'm, I'm honored and blessed to co-moderate your group. And I go into groups and I just read posts and I see what my target audience is asking. And I'm like, okay, I can't tell you how many times I read what's the best video editing software to use. And everybody has their opinion. And I just kind of, I just look, I don't offer anything at that point. Unless yeah. I'll tell you need to talk to Ron Hoke. He's the Camtasia master. He's my buddy. Yeah. He taught me how to use Camtasia. It was my first online course guide. I went to Florida for a week so I could study three courses. Yeah. Like right now, I am in an extended stay hotel because I need to focus on this launch I'm about to do. And so I actually came here for a few months. I don't want to be here. I want to, I'm about to get ready when this thing launches to go where I really want to be. But I, I did that because. I know that I've got such a focus. If I was in where I was before here, it was this beautiful place in the mountains and this, and I was like, yeah, I'm not going to do anything today. I'm going to hang out on the deck we built and I'm going to go just take a walk. And yeah, I always want to take walks. Getting back to a beta. And how many books do you have? Do you think you've read Joey? Oh, wow. That's give me a, give me a rough number. Oh man. I can't even, Oh, wow. Uh, a hundred, five hundred, a thousand, a million. Give me a number somewhere. A thousand for sure. Let's say a thousand books. Now, get sure. back to Jim Quick, your buddy, for a second. Yeah. Somebody takes 25, 30, 40, 50 years of intellectual assets. They put it into a book that you get to read and learn what they learned over 30 to 40 years. That's another key thing. A guru does a launch and tells yeah. you to do it this way. That's 30 or 40 years or 20 years. They didn't. Just wake up one day and say, I'm going to make a product and launch it tomorrow, and I'm successful. They had all these things going on. What I'm getting at here is you've read a 1,000 books, and you've assimilated that knowledge. You've osmosized it. And I don't have to read a lot of books because I just have to say, okay, Joey is no. sharing what so-and-so said, and that's the nugget. That's the piece that I needed. Yeah. And the beta launch is... You went, I remember when you first started the idea of Umbo, out of yes. my butt offer for right marketing copy, and then you came up with it, and you did it. Yeah. And you took it from alpha, and then you took it to beta, and you're in beta right now. Yeah. 
when I talk to people about Facebook, I'm like, you know what? You got to spend three to six months finding your audience, warming up your audience, seeing what they respond to, tweaking your ads, changing them. You're not going to take a course, write your first ad just like he or she did. And it's going to work for you because your audience is different. Your situation is different. Your product is different. That's why a beta alpha is important. Go out and find some people and say, look, I got this thing. I know you're interested. I'm going to give it to you for free. Here's what I expect. You go out. I've got 20. I'll probably end up with eight that actually do something. I just know that. And that's okay. That's enough. If I had gone out for eight and ended up with two, that ain't enough. Then when I go out to beta, I've got a whole list of beta. Now you've got something. Here's what I expect from you. Right. And then you do another beta or you do a launch. And then my beta launch is going to have this amazing offer. Right. Something you can never, ever get. Ever again. I promise you that. But I'm going to do a pre-beta offer as well for a select group of people that said, I want X, Y, and Z. I want lifetime access. I want updates. I want everything. Well, guess what? I'm going to give you lifetime access to everything this brand produces and creates. And here's all the things we're going to create. There's your value stack. What is the true value of what you're offering? And in a beta, I wouldn't give it away in beta, but a small, that's like, that's a no brainer. Yeah. There's a live streaming course that's $497 that one of my clients sent me the link to during this time. It's $97. Jason Moffitt has a $2,000 program that when this, the world changed, he offered it at $197. Done. He has another program, Equity 5000. It's a $5,000 program. is $800. If yep. nothing else... I've got an in to a brilliant mind right? who delivers incredible content. Anybody not part of your lab, at least in the Facebook group to start and then see if you want to join the private coaching world. Yep. The value that you provide in your Facebook group is almost like a beta of well, your, thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah. your marketing coaching thingy when i registered for something the other day yeah and it went to a page and it said you've been segmented yep it's almost like when aol came out and said you've got mail i kind of had that same feeling of oh i've been segmented and but it, it was more than that because it was how you did it again modeling that you've been segmented and you're only going to receive information that's applicable to this it's like in a soap opera sequence yeah you go into a product launch sequence yeah if you're not interested in that then i ain't sending you stuff on that yeah like i talked the proof of concept funnel earlier that was a beta i know that you're interested in education you're interested in in assets you want asset crack i know you um talking about segmentation this is such an important thing because Today, I sent an email, right, to whatever, a few hundred people on a segmentation list. Now, when I say a segmentation list, that was set out of two or 300 people that I sent to, there were, I think, seven different sub-segments of that, if you want to call it that, all right? So it took me easily an hour 
to send like a very simple email where you could just go click all these people, send them this email and you're done in seconds. And so the reason I'm telling you this is because the, the different segments were, and some were like seven people, some were like 25, whatever, right? So on the new cohort, we're talking about right marketing copy right now, okay? The email at the bottom of it is inviting people to be segmented to, to go on the next beta because mm-hmm. we're talking about betas, right? right. So the, e- the email is all like a, hey, you know, I'm giving some value. And by the way, I've got this new thing or this next beta coming up next month. If you want to know about it, click here and you'll get segmented, right? But I'm not going to send that same email to people who are already segmented and people who already own the product like yourself. Unless I messed up, you got the, a different email today that had nothing to do or didn't have that little piece because you're part of the group. You right. probably got the email that said, hey, blah, blah, blah. And because you're already in the right marketing copy thing, I thought I'd send this to you or something like that. I, I mentioned it specifically to reference what you're in in this particular email. So the reason I'm telling you this is because this is how you are relevant to your list. And yes, it took me 10 times longer than it could have taken me just to go, ah, whatever. They'll understand if they're already bought the program, they're going to go, oh, well, I already bought. I'm not going to, I'm going to ignore that piece. But yeah, I don't, I'm not hundred percent perfect all the time, but I'm trying to be as you know, trying not to send you information that you don't like, dude, I've already got the program. Why are you asking me to segment again or whatever, right? You can't be perfect in this marketing world. It's not possible. Right. And what you do brilliantly in the marketing of your beta, because after all, we're talking about marketing. Yep. What you do brilliantly in your beta, in your group is the opening loops that you present. And like the other day you showed, you had two videos. One was of, uh, a piece of copy. It was an email yeah. that you was we, 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 was the yeah. I, 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 me, we, and us disease, the we, we. And you took it and you rewrote it and you explained how you did from here to there. And what you did was you gave extreme value that somebody could say, huh, that paragraph is similar to what I wrote. And instead of it saying, I blah, 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 I can now see how I can change it to the you. Yes, right. You didn't come and say, come to my rightmarketingcopy.com class workshop. You just gave value. Yeah. You, You teased, you opened, you did all that for your beta. And it's important to see that piece of it as well, rather than, oh, I've got to write ads and I've got to get people. No, you've got to give people this tremendous ROI. If somebody went and looked at those two videos, they would get an ROI on how to take a piece of copy and fix it so they got better results. And if they just invested, what, the first video was five minutes, the second was seven so maybe it was 12, 15 minutes. And yeah, it wasn't it. even 15 minutes both no. combined. Because when I challenge you to say, get rid of the weeds, you go, I did it in five minutes. You do it. It's like, no, you yeah. do it. So, and it really, you know, and it's funny because the second video wasn't even on my radar. Again, this is where my personality of like, geez, I just, this bugs me so much. I got to go do something about it. So I shot the first video going, you know, ranting and raving all over this thing going, this is like, you don't do this. And then I'm like, well, okay, I, I got this videos. That's a lot of should nots. Maybe I should 
you know, do something that shows people what I would do rather than just shooting it all down and going, well, then what? That's great. You, anybody can say anything bad about something. What would you do about it? That's where the second video just again happened like, okay, well now let me just do something else, which was very quickly using their language, not really doing any copywriting, just rewriting and reformatting what they've already got. So you're right that if you would have spent, you know, 20 minutes, half an hour on it to rewrite it, you could probably take out all the I's and the we's. Yeah. Uh, There's, there's a wonderful movie called P.S. I Love You. I don't know if you're familiar with it. I know it, but I've never seen the movie. So it's a wonderful movie. It's got Gerard Butler and Hilary Swank. And it's this beautiful love story. And I really love it because in the movie, there's she's they're walking down an Irish countryside. I won't get into the details of it. And at the end, she just kind of quotes Blake. And it's, Blake says, I must create a system or be enslaved by another man's. I will not reason and compare. My business is to create. Now, Hilary Swank interprets it in this beautiful way, wonderful soundtrack. And she says, all I know is if you don't, figure out something, you'll just stay ordinary. And it doesn't matter if it's a work of art or a taco or a pair of socks, just create something, you, and there it is. And it's you out in the world outside of you. And you can look at it or hear it or read it or feel it. And you know a little bit more about you a little bit more than anybody else does. And I think that beautifully sums up a beta. It doesn't matter what it is. Get it out there. And once you get it out there, you start to know more about you. People are like, well, Scott, what if I give them my best stuff? Give them your best stuff so they can use it, share it. I don't, you know, Brendan Richard talks about his... If, if I read a great, okay, Joey, this is the greatest thing. You got to get it. And I sent you a copy and you be like, well, he gave it to his copy for free. And you'd be like, God, this is amazing. And wow. back is his contact information. Yeah. I better get it. I went viral. What's the difference? So that's what beta to sum it up in this long conversation about beta (laughs) is just get it out there. Like you said, minimum viability, proof of concept, let it get legs. I walked into a conference in Dallas years ago. I was on the board of directors of an education foundation and I opened the door of the keynote and they had one of my pages of my workbook up on the screen. And I was like, cool, awesome, great. I was like, oh my God, this and that. Right. It's so true. Like, uh, you know, there's, there's so many different ways of looking at it. I will never go back to the, to building programs without having input. And even before I would have the family and friends input, right. We've all been down that road. Hey, do you think this is going to sell? Well, sure. It's going to sell. They don't want to hurt your feelings. And uh, so I will never do that again. And the beta is the most powerful way to build a product these days, in my opinion, most powerful way. And it's, and it probably has always been that way. I've just been too stubborn to look at it until the last couple of years. 
and it's proven to work. And all it is, is getting into the mindset of saying, there's, I'm going to put time in and I'd rather put the right time in. I'd rather put the right time into building a product that's going to work and or building a product and find out it's not going to work faster than wasting two years of my life and finding out later it's going to work. That's really the mindset that I'm, that I'm in. It's like the time's going to go in anyway. So I'm either going to build something that's going to work in the next couple of months, or I'm going to build something and it's not going to work. And I'm going to find out in the next couple of months and move on to something else and not waste time on trying to get this thing to work, which I've done over and over and over again, mistakenly. Well, you said earlier, the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Yeah. Insanity. Right. It's so true. And I've been there so many times. So yeah, uh, hopefully this conversation has helped everybody think about betas differently. It's important because combined, you and I have been in this game for 60, 70 years combined, probably. And we're sharing what we've learned. I'm not telling you to do this this exact way. So Joey, when you're doing your beta launch, tell me about right marketing copy two years from now, what's it look like? Oh, you're asking me. I'm asking you. Okay. Yeah. So um, the right marketing, you can put me on the spot. Uh, so t- right marketing copy two years from now, I-, I think that is going to be the staple of the industry. That's where it's going to be, where anybody coming in who wants to launch a product, wants to sell their product, that is going to be one of the foundational courses that they're going to take. That is going to be one of the staples to take because most people don't want to learn copywriting and it's going to be the fastest route to get your marketing message out there without you know, being a copywriter and all that stuff without going through all the books. So I see that as one of the key foundational pieces of any online business in the future. How many people will be, have taken right marketing copy in two years? Uh, well, I'm looking at at least a thousand people will be in two years, if not 2000. And so, you just put a little bit of thought into it. Like I've never really looked at where did I want it was. And that's great that you brought that question up. And, but now that I think if I put a little bit more time into it, I, I don't think that answer is really going to change because that came from my heart. And yeah. I truly believe that where I want my product to be is that foundational piece, not because of that's going to make a whole bunch of money. And that's like the goal of it. It's, it's really about solving people's problems because that problem is never going to go away. As more people come into the world of marketing or online businesses, whatever, there's always going to be a marketing problem or a copy problem. And if I can solve that within a very short window of time and at least get them started because they're not going to become the Halberts. They're not going to be right. They're not going to become copywriters like that, but they can at least do something to get their products sold and they can start changing their corner of the world and all this. And I'm a little part of that. That makes me serve my purpose of helping entrepreneurs all over the world. Right. And so it would be so awesome to look at two years from now as right now you say, well, what's the best way to launch a product? Well, product launch formula. Everybody knows that is one of the ways to do it. And it's like a staple of the industry, you know? Um, And that's where I see this as I want to be, I want to be a piece of that puzzle now, just like, you know, Ryan Levesque, the same thing. Well, what's the ask method? Well, the ask method is this and how you get this. So there's staples. I want to be insert into that line of like, you need to go do all these things as the foundation of your online business. So what I want for you, Joey, is two years from now, when I go into the Kajabi group, 
and somebody posts, how do I write copy? I want a unanimous reply of, take Joey Ragonis, write marketing copy. Right, which is the same thing, basically, right? It's like, well, that's the staple. You need to go do that. Right. That's the one thing. So, yeah, I I, I agree. I agree. That's and, what I know, want. And that's part of the vision board and the future casting and putting out what your life, your perfect life looks like. Yep. And so, thank you for bringing that up. Like, that is so important. And uh, I would have never, ever thought of that. So I thank you for that. You're brilliant at doing that for, with people to make them think deeper. And uh, I'm going to write that down because that is a very powerful way of looking at my future of where I want this to go. So I'm grateful for you. And that's where I'll leave this conversation off because I know if we get into these conversations and they just go. So I appreciate you as always, Scott. Thank you so much for your brilliance and thank you for your friendship and all of your awesome testimonials and building me up and, and giving me endorsements on my products and my, my courses. Love you for that, man. And never forget you. You're an awesome person. Thank you, Joey. I'll talk to you soon, buddy.